Welcome to the Free From Binge Eating Podcast with me, Breed, your host. Binge eating sucks. Trust me, I know. I was stuck in that spiral of binge, restrict, diet, yo-yoing weight loss, feeling guilty and ashamed, and hating my body for 10 years. Now that I'm out, I'm turning my pain into purpose by helping you stop binging, start loving your body, self, and life again. It's time to live free from binge eating. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello and welcome to episode 107, Why Did I Relapse? Three Tips to Avoid Relapsing Again. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sharing this time with me. This is an episode that I'm doing in response to one of you DM'd me on Instagram asking me, what is that inner work that I have to do so binging doesn't come back again? She had thought that she was done with binging, it was gone for quite some time, and then it came back and she went back to her old ways and she's frustrated. And this is a question I get pretty often, even from people who had gone months, even years without binging, and then it all comes back and they're just so confused, so frustrated, annoyed at themselves, what the hell is going on and what the hell do I have to do so this doesn't happen again? Like, I thought we were done with this, I thought this was in the past. So today in this episode, I'm going to go through three key tips, things to focus on to reduce the likelihood of a future relapse. And before we go right into that, in just a second, I'm going to give a quick update in the world of Free With Breed, what's going on. As you may have seen on my Instagram, I'm in the process of creating a new freebie this month coming out at the end of the month. And what it's about, what it is, it's a free training, a free masterclass. So it's going to be an online video that you can access whenever you want. And it's going to be all about how to not binge eat due to stress, boredom, tiredness, sadness. This was in direct response to a poll that I put out on my Instagram story, giving you, I think it was like four different options to choose from. And by a landslide, the majority asked for help with emotional binge eating. So that's what I'm doing. I'm giving you guys what you want. And on that note of freebies, P.S. If you haven't already seen my current masterclass, link in the show notes, head over to that after you listen to this. It is great if you're starting on your binge eating recovery journey because it is about why we binge eat, why we're still binge eating and how to stop. So not only is it great for a starting place, but it's also great if you've been binging for a while and you just can't figure out like what's going on. Why am I still binge eating? I thought I dealt with the physical restriction. Why am I still binge eating? So that would be a great option to head over to. There's also a lovely discount at the end. So watch the whole video because you won't want to miss out on that one. So let's get into this episode. Why do we relapse? How can we stop it happening in the future? The first thing I think we've got to do before we go into those three tips is if you did relapse, just to give yourself that validation, of course it's annoying. Of course it's frustrating confusing, distressing, all those things. It's okay to feel that way. It makes perfect sense that you would feel that way. And then to give yourself that compassion that you really need in this moment. So easy to be hard on ourselves, kick ourselves for slipping up and going back to old ways. That's the easy thing to do. The hard thing to do, give yourself compassion. The easiest way to do that, treat yourself, view yourself as your five-year-old self, that little girl she slipped up, she binged, she ate this huge amount of food, and she's feeling sick. And what does she really need in this moment? For you to tell her that she's pathetic, she's a mess, she's never going to change. No freaking way. 
She needs love. She needs a hug. She needs you to go easy on her and help her out, help her out of this place because she's not feeling great. So validation, compassion. I think that's really important to give yourself. And then jumping into the first tip, the first of the three pieces of work that I'd really focus on so that a future relapse is unlikely to happen. And I say that because we can't really predict anything with full certainty. So we'll just do the best we possibly can. And this is coming from someone who binge ate for 10 years and has not had even the urge to binge in, it must be like three plus years by now. So I know a thing or two. (laughs) So the first tip is belief work. It might've been that the first time you stopped your binge eating, you maybe like press pulls on dieting or made sure you were eating three full meals a day and you thought like, good, that's good enough. We've stopped binge eating, we're done. Oftentimes if we relapse, it points to potentially your beliefs are out of alignment. So even though you're able to sort of change your behavior for the short term, the midterm, your underlying beliefs with which drive your thoughts, which drive your feelings, your actions and your reality may have still been out of sync, may have still been like the old you. So examples, you may still be holding on to beliefs like, I just can't ever change. Something's wrong with me. Like, or maybe a belief like, one binge is already a failure. One binge is I've relapsed and I'm spiraling. So going back to that first belief, I can't ever change. Who springs to mind for me is one of my past one-to-one clients from last year who we did a lot of work on this belief because she truly felt that no matter what she did, she just really couldn't fully change. There'd always be this binging part of her. And maybe you feel that way too, or part of you still believes change fully, full recovery isn't really possible. Well, I'm telling you that it is, it is possible. What you really don't want to do is don't let this quote unquote relapse confirm a potentially existing belief like I can't ever change, I messed up, it's not possible to heal fully. Don't let it give you like that proof of like, yeah, see, see, we relapse. Like, of course we can't ever change. So what we got to do in that situation, write a list of your confirmation of the opposite, counter evidence that there's so much proof that you can change. You've done a million things in your life that have shown that you're able to change. I mean, that famous quote, the only constant in life is change. And that's the same goes for you. So you, of course, can change. And I I need you to do the work to prove to yourself that that is possible. Write that list. I've done a similar kind of list in terms of, it was a few years ago, with my self-confidence and I still have it on my phone sometimes it's it's cool to just look back at that list and see like this list that you can scroll through and have all of this proof that you are confident or in this case you can change so the first thing I would do is really assess any beliefs that you might still be holding on to thinking about believing that would keep you in a disordered eating space a binge eating space a relapse kind of space And if you want more help on how to really restructure beliefs, I highly recommend the 30-day reboot because it's quite a big part of that course for this exact reason, so that we really heal at the root. The second thing I would look into to ensure that you do that inner work so further relapses don't happen is a little something called body image work. In my mind, doing that body image work, the body acceptance, the releasing of fat phobia is crucial in the recovery process 
it is a pretty decent chunk of the 30 day reboot. But more importantly, I made literally an entire course about healing your body image, accepting your body, um, not hating on yourself, not letting fat phobia take over you and drive you to extreme dieting, fear-driven behaviors, panic that then spiral into disordered eating. Body Love Academy, it's 10 modules. It will help you find that sense of peace with yourself, not just your body, but your self-worth, like who you are as a human so that we don't, as I said, fall into these fear-driven, panicked kind of places where we're jumping on another juice fast because we're going to the beach next week and we need to have a flat stomach. Like we don't want to be doing that stuff anymore because that's the kind of stuff that can drive us to a relapse. So in the show notes, Body Love Academy, I highly recommend checking it out. And if you want a taster of what it's like or just just that little boost instead of an entire course, Body Image Boost, it's free. That will definitely set you off on the right foot towards body image healing. So in a nutshell, we want to make sure that we're in a really comfortable, content, satisfied place regarding how we view our self-worth, detaching it from our body image so that we don't fall into dieting again. Because dieting is so often the thing that then drives us to binge eat because we're going into restriction mode, right? Like we're going into physical and very often mental restriction when we're dieting for a prolonged period of time. And that can so easily lead us to binging, especially when we had a past in binge eating. I'm going to pause right there for a minute to share something with you. So if you've been listening so far and feel like you're ready to start your recovery journey with me, I've got the perfect springboard. That is my free masterclass, why you're still binge eating and how to stop. It's a 35 minute free video masterclass where I'll walk through all of the reasons you might still be binging. Then I'll give you three actionable steps to stop binge eating. So if you're looking for actual results in your life, want to never binge again, trust me, I know the feeling. I was stuck for 10 years doing that. Then head to the show notes to get instant access today. I'll also gift you something for joining me at the masterclass, but I'll leave that surprise for you to find out for yourself. Life is just so damn short and it's not worth feeling so miserable, unhappy, unhealthy with binging taking over. So watch the masterclass today to start your new life. Okay, let's get back into the show. If you are saying, oh, but I'm dieting, not because, you know, I'm succumbing to these impossible beauty standards and I'm trying to lose those five pounds that that your body doesn't even want to let go of. If you are saying, no, I'm, I'm dieting, I, I need to lose weight for my health, like I'm, I'm the anomaly on the upper end of the weight scale and I really do need to lose weight, to that I would say, if you're going to do that, then in order to prevent a relapse, a binging relapse, really make sure that you are not doing too much too soon with weight loss. Make it as sustainable, go as, go as slow as you possibly can instead of as fast as you can. Because when we try to go too fast, our body freaks out, we go into over-restriction mode, and we binge. So, so far, the the two focuses of work, inner work, so that we avoid relapses, belief work, and body image. The beliefs we've got in the 30 Day Reboot, we've also got it in Body Love Academy. The body image, I've got an entire course, Body Love Academy, that will help you with that. The third place of focus would be a little bit more practical this time, but this is maintenance. So, doing what you need to do to maintain this 
binge-free lifestyle. This binge-free life where food is so much easier. You're not having to calorie count. You're not having to track everything. You're not obsessing about food. What can you do so you, that you maintain? It's easy to, you know, reach that binge-free life and then just sort of like let go of things a little bit more and stop taking care of yourself. You know, even when life just throws things at you and maybe not so intentionally, but you kind of let some things slide maybe out of stress, you skip a meal here and there, and then you binge. So we've got to focus on what you, specific to you, because everyone has their own formula. What do you need to do so that you maintain this good place that you're in? A way to answer that could be to look at, okay, when I got out of this disordered eating, binge eating space, what did work for me? What were those levers of change? And how can I really make sure they're still there in my life. So I don't revert back to old ways. An example here could be maybe you noticed that you were binging a lot because of emotions, stress, anxiety, fear, sadness, being bored, being tired. And to get out of that spiral, you learned emotional regulation. You learned to tend to your body's needs, your mind's needs, your emotions, listen to them, make change through action so that you wouldn't get stressed so easily or you knew how to de-stress yourself without food. So maybe that got you out of that spiral. And so you've got to, in terms of maintenance, keep doing that. Keep giving yourself what you need. Keep listening into what your body needs or your emotions. Don't let that all slide just because now you're no longer binging. You're no longer binging because you had that in place before. I know for me, some of the bigger ones that helped me stop binge eating were definitely enriching my life. So I didn't have so many of these heavy emotions, like especially boredom and loneliness. Those are two huge ones for me that led me to binge. So I enriched my life and I'm also learning how to deal with those feelings more. Another huge thing that got me out of the spiral was absolutely letting go of was trying to be overly obsessed about being healthy and low calorie and counting calories and dieting and just not eating enough and over exercising. So I just make sure I do what I can to maintain this place that's helped me stay binge free for three plus years so I'm making sure I get enough food in an example is I went on a hike last weekend we definitely didn't bring enough for our lunch on the hike and then I got home and I was like okay I know I didn't eat enough today so I'm gonna have an extra big bowl of pasta for dinner and just indulge in like whatever Oreos I want after double stuff like I I need to do that for myself because that's what helps me stay in a good place now you might be thinking, oh, well, the thing that made me relapse lately was like a huge challenge, a huge event happened in my life that triggered me. And it could be, maybe it could be a death. So you're dealing with grief. Maybe it's something you haven't ever dealt with before. Maybe it's moving away from home for the first time. Maybe it's living alone for the first time. Maybe it's a breakup. And maybe before you really relied on your partner to help you stay on track. Maybe it's something big that hadn't happened so far. You hadn't been tested with this since you stopped binge eating. And I can completely attest to this. There have been tests for me that have propped up that I, some of them I kind of saw coming and I was even fearful. I was like, oh my God, I haven't had to live in this way or deal with this kind of thing since my binging days. Is this going to make me go back to my old ways? Examples for me were since I stopped binge eating, I've been in a relationship the whole time and that was a big thing that helped me stop binge eating for various reasons like having to just eat more normally around my boyfriend when I was dating him because I didn't want to seem like a freak who was 
always eating just like steamed vegetables or whatever, being more relaxed, eating out at restaurants more, all those types of things, they helped me. And so when I've gone like a month with him, when he went back home to Rome, I was like living alone, which was another trigger for me, without my boyfriend. And I was like, wow, this is a, a test for me. Um, am I going to go back into my old ways? Other examples, working from home. That was a big shift for a lot of people. And for me, it took some time to adjust, but I was really scared. I was like, am I going to go back into my old ways since the kitchen is right here? I'm more bored. I have less distractions. I don't have all my colleagues around. I can easily just binge now. That was a big test and it did take some time. Another example was the death of my dog um, like six months ago. That was a huge one. It was, there was like that huge feeling of grief and loss to go through. And again, I was terrified. Like I'm just going to spiral. I'm going to relapse. So one thing I first of all want to say is those are my tests and I'm not trying to um, say by any means that those are like the biggest tests. Obviously, there could be way bigger tests to face. But for me, for me, like relatively, those were just some things that were potential triggers for me. And each one of them, I faced them trying as much as I could. Like I did just say that I obviously had the, the fears, the thoughts in my mind that I might slip back into old ways. They might trigger me. But overall, I tried to keep that belief in myself that, no, I can change and I have changed. I haven't binged in X amount of years or for you months or whatever it is. And there's no reason why I have to go back to my old ways. I kept doing what was working for me, whether that was the tools I have with emotional regulation to deal with the grief, the loss of my dog, instead of just numbing with food or doing what works for me in the sense of when I was alone and my boyfriend was away, how can I still keep my life enriched? How can I not feel lonely so I don't feel triggered? How can I keep fueling myself with soul foods and body foods and make myself still feel good so going back to maintenance I made sure that even in the face of these tests I was still doing what I needed to do what I knew worked for me and pushed through and yes they were new tests so maybe I hadn't faced them exactly but I did I still applied the formula that fit me in the past and tried to extrapolate it to these situations do my best that's what you can do as well prove push through these kinds of tests to prove that you can do all of this. You can face life, face the test without binge eating. And one more thing to add would be, if you do relapse, really just make sure what drove this relapse. Can you rectify that? Because usually the sooner you do, the better. The sooner you can just pick up out of that one binge instead of out of a huge bender like a weeks or months of binging the easier the sooner I'm sure you know that and use it as a learning experience I honestly don't even like to use the word relapse because for me and again just unique to everyone but for me that holds such negative connotations that I personally never even used that word if I had ever like overeaten or had thoughts of a quote-unquote relapse I would I would have just said oh I'm scared I might binge one time or something because that feels to me just more um, less intimidating, less of a failure and more less of a big deal. Basically, the less of the, the less of a big deal you can make this quote unquote relapse, the easier even mentally it can feel to get out of it. For me, relapse just insinuates like, whoa, we've just lost it. We've lost control. Our world was turned upside down. This is going to be a huge effort to like get back out of this relapse. So I like to see it as I binged one time. Okay, what are we going to do about it? 
what does this tell us? What have we forgot to maintain in our usual routine? Have Has something big happened right now? Are we struggling? How can we give ourselves more love, fulfill our needs, take care of ourselves so we can just go back to how things were because it was way easier then and I'd rather not binge again on top of this one. So let's do this. That kind of mindset for me definitely helps. And it's also something I teach in the 30 day reboot just to stop seeing the binge as this horrible monster and this huge relapse of failure. But it's it's one time of eating too much food, too much that your your body doesn't need. You feel a bit sick. How can we reverse this just by objectively looking at what went wrong? What can we change? What can we improve? And as I said, life is so unpredictable. We do not know what's going to throw at us, whether it's big emotions, tests, trauma, grief, loss, weight gain that then makes you want to diet and then binge and quote unquote relapse. Life is unpredictable, but we can react to how we respond to it. And that's exactly the same approach to if you slip up when you have one binge or if you want to call it a relapse, it's how we respond to it. So recap, go through your beliefs. So if you do relapse or if you are trying to prevent it, reassess your beliefs. Is there anything holding you back in that old way of life? Make sure you're doing that body image work so you don't feel this need to perfect your body and attach so much self-worth to it so that if you, God forbid, gain five pounds, 10 pounds, 20 pounds, that you don't freak out and feel like you need to do some crazy diet that's going to lead you to binge eat and focus on maintenance. What can you do that's been working for you and how can you keep focusing on doing that thing? Those are the three tips. Hopefully you found that helpful. And if you have any other questions, anything you want me to chat about on the podcast, DM me on Instagram at freewithbreed. As I said, this was in response to someone's question. So I promise I will definitely make a podcast episode if you ask me to. Thank you for tuning in. I will see you guys next time. And that's the scoop for today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and learned something new that you can start applying to your life. It really helps my podcast to grow and reach more women who are struggling as well when you rate and review. So if you got a spare minute, I would appreciate it so much if you could rate and review. And if you took something from this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could share it with someone in your life. Change someone's day, mood, or even their life. Be that person. I know I absolutely love it when my sister sends me podcast episodes. It just shows me she's thinking of me and she wants to help me elevate alongside her. As always, feel free to DM me on Instagram at freewithbreed. I'm always open for feedback. And let me know what you want me to speak about on the podcast, because after all, this podcast is for you. Okay, that's it from me. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and I will see you next time.